Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. On today's show, a fun musical is coming to the Keanu Theater on Friday. Always, Patsy Cline hits the stage. Tickets are still available for that show. I chat with Colleen Braid Lorney, who plays Patsy Cline in this musical, as well as Tiffany Bishop, who plays Patsy's friend and pen pal Louise in the show. I also chat with director Claude A. Giroux, who got his start in Fort McMurray. He's now touring with this production. Eugene Carnegie from Keanu Theatre rounds out the show to discuss this musical, along with some other performances making their way to Keanu Theatre in the next couple of months. Joining me on the phone today, Colleen Ray Lornia. How are we doing today, Colleen? Wonderful. So good to talk to you. Wonderful to talk to you as well, uh, Colleen. I just wanted to ask, uh, you know, I understand that uh, you are playing Patsy Cline. Uh, what's this role been like uh, for you? Oh, goodness. Um, it's been an honor to get to play her again. This will be my third time. Uh, getting the opportunity to to play Patsy Cline and sing her beautiful music, and I've been listening to her my whole life that I can remember. So, um, yeah, this is this is just a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> and I did want to ask that uh, you know was Patsy Cline someone you looked up to uh, when you were younger? Yeah, um, I mean, I I have a very eclectic musical taste. Um, but country music is, is one of my, my first loves. And, um, um, I think walking after midnight was the first Patsy Cline song I ever heard. And, um, I was hooked after that from a young age. My dad loves Patsy Cline. So he always had her cassettes playing in the truck and (laughs) I was exposed to that music from a young age. Yeah. What's your favorite part about this musical in particular? Ooh, well, getting to sing all these amazing, amazing songs. Um, but I love the story of the friendship between these two women. Um, that was, you know, they were both real women and it was a real friendship. And, um, yeah, it's just a real heartwarming story um, about girl power and (laughs) in a time where there wasn't a lot of of women doing what these women did and um yeah that's 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 a highlight i just i just love the the story of this really unique friendship that these awesome women had patsy klein uh born in virginia but uh passed away uh, in tennessee uh what Mm -hmm. you know maybe just to explain the uh the prep work that goes into playing a character like this oh well um i started um well getting getting her voice you know um I luckily I naturally have a a lower voice, a lower husky voice that uh, Patsy also had. Um, but yeah, just doing lots of research into um, the, the the local 
localized accent of uh, of West Virginia and um, just diving in and reading everything I, I could about Patsy, watching um, her live performances, listening to radio recordings, you know, in that that day and age, they did a lot of, of radio performances. So luckily, I had a lot of um, amazing examples of her speaking to the audience or to, to the radio um, people and... Um, a lot of live performances to draw from, not just the studio recordings, which are amazing in themselves. Um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of started with her voice. The whole, the whole thing is around this incredible voice that I wanted to do, do justice. So, yeah. This musical features 27 of Patsy Cline's uh, greatest hits, including a couple of mashups along the way, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Do you have a favorite one to perform uh, during the set? Ooh, a favorite mashup or a favorite song in general? Just a favorite song (laughs) in general. Uh, It could be a mashup, too. uh, Really, your call. There's so so many. I mean, her, her biggest hits, like walking after midnight and crazy and I fall to pieces are just, I just feel honored to get to sing those every time. Um, but her, there's, there's some lesser known, um, tunes in there as well that, you know, maybe we're introducing to people for the first time if they don't, you know, if they're not huge Patsy Cline fans, but they're coming to the show, they're going to really get, you know, a, a real glimpse into her whole songbook. And, um, yeah, I love, uh, there's one mashup. It's a ballad. I get to sing Sweet Dreams and She's Got You, which are also pretty big, big Patsy Cline hits. So, um, yeah, I just can't wait <laughs> to sing them for everybody. And uh, this won't be the last time you're in Fort McMurray in 2024. I understand you're back March 29th and 30th uh, coming up here shortly. I guess uh, what are some things you can tell us about uh, that performance coming up? Um, well, it'll be right around my birthday, so it'll be very special. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like I said, it's just an honor to get to sing these songs and... Um, any extra performances I get to do of, of this, I'm just absolutely thrilled. So um, I'll I'll come back and sing Patsy Cline as many times as you'll have me. <laughs> Colleen Ray Lorney, uh, anything else you'd like to add today? Uh, thanks, thanks for having us and for the wonderful support in Fort McMurray. There's a great, great arts community there, and we're just so excited and so thrilled to be coming up there. And I've I've packed my winter clothes. <laughs> Vancouver girl had to trade in her uh, windbreaker for a, a puffer jacket and some long underwear. But we're all so excited, and we just can't wait to come and share this show with you guys. Awesome, Colleen. Thank you so much again for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Also joining me on the phone today is Tiffany Bishop. Tiffany, how are we doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. It's good to hear from you. Great to hear from you as well, Tiffany. Now, uh, you play uh, Patsy's friend Louise in Always, uh, Patsy Klein, uh, the musical coming up to the Keanu Theater in Fort McMurray, uh, Friday, January 19th. Uh, what has this role been like for you? 
Oh, it's super fun. Uh, Louise is actually based on a real-life pen pal that Patsy Klein um, started uh, corresponding with during her career and and, uh, stop in Texas. And she's a very big and uh, proud Texas woman. And uh, she's super fun in the life of the party. So it's a it's a it's a fun time. Do you have a favorite part of this musical that uh, people can look forward to? Um, I spend a lot of time interacting with uh, our beautiful musicians on stage, and uh, they are quite cheeky and fun. So my my funnest and secret moments that are always great to sneak a peek from the audience's point of view is all of our dancing and funny sassiness between me and the band. You, know, you mentioned, uh, you know, the friend Louise, the character that uh, you play, uh, a, a proud Texan woman. Uh, did that mean uh, learning a bit of an accent uh, for this role as well? Absolutely. Louise is uh, from Houston, and uh, she's got a bit of a twang, and that's going to be a lot of fun to to play with. I really enjoyed uh, revisiting some of those uh, vocal vowels. I'm from California originally, and we have a lot of different uh, uh, accents that kind of float around. Uh, Not as heavy as Texas, but it was definitely something that you needed to lean into and walk around every day with a Texan accent in order to make it feel natural this isn't the first time uh, performing this musical Uh, how would you say the onstage chemistry uh, has taken shape during this show's run um, it's uh, it's very fun and it's very intimate. We've got a really great uh, team of uh, professionals that are are they're really enjoying and our time together. We get to spend a lot of times you show up for a show, you do your job and then you head home. But because this run has been going for uh, about a month in a, a small venue here in Vancouver, and now we're, we're starting the beginning of our tour. We're starting to, to become pretty close and pretty fun, fast friends. Uh, 27 songs uh, part of this musical. I guess what is your favorite uh, Patsy Cline song uh, when you're performing uh, this musical? Uh, I like Bill Bailey and there's um, there's a couple of mashups in the middle where uh, the composer took two Patsy Cline songs and made them kind of mix together uh, those ones there's a couple of them uh, in the beginning and in the middle of the show that are super fun they have really great backbeats uh, we got a lot of bass and fancy guitar in uh, in this show and those songs they they hold a special place with me because of uh, their danceability awesome tiffany bishop anything else you'd like to add no, I'm looking forward to seeing Fort Mac again. It's been a while since I've been back, and uh, it's going to feel real good coming home. <laughs> Tiffany, thank you so much for the time today. Thank you. Bye-bye. We'll be back with more on Fort McMurray Matters. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. Joining me on the phone is Claude A. Giroux, the artistic director for Always, Patsy Klein. Claude, how are we doing here today? I'm good. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us again here, Claude. Uh, first question, have to ask, any relation to the uh, NHL hockey player, Claude Giroux? No, he's a goal scorer, and I was a goalie. <laughs> well, that's just, uh, you know, the way it goes. Uh, <laughs> you know, Claude, uh, you, you being the artistic director for this show, uh, how would you describe uh, this show in your own words? 
Um, so I'm actually, uh, just, just so we're clear, I'm the artistic director for First Impressions Theatre on Tour, which is the organization that uh, produced this, uh, this uh, production. Um, I've been associated with Always Patsy Klein since the mid-'80s um, as a director. Uh, I was one of uh, maybe the first uh, half dozen people who uh, had the pleasure of directing that, that play when it first came out. And um, um, I have subsequently directed it probably at least a half a dozen times or more um, since that time. And um, um, so uh, um, it's, it's really a, a, a musical play about um, a friendship between um, Patsy Klein and Louise Seeger, who is... Um, a, a, a real life person who just recently passed away in Texas, but uh, who um, after meeting Patsy one night at a honky tonk in Texas, that Patsy was performing at, they became friends and pen pals and that friendship and, and writing back and forth to each other continued until uh, Patsy's untimely death in a plane crash. You know, you mentioned uh, you've been involved with this production since the mid-80s. Uh, was Patsy Cline someone you listened to growing up or even listened to present day uh, away from the musical? Absolutely not. Um, I had uh, I had no idea who Patsy Cline even was um, until, the, um, until the opportunity to direct this production came along. And um, it was at that point, really, that I... Um, uh, you know, did a little bit of research and developed an appreciation for that music. Um, she really was a pioneer um, in in her own right, um, and um, you know some of the songs that uh, that she um, sung and and uh, you know remain in- incredibly iconic to this day, um, and um, are are really. Um, you know, and she she was really one of the first crossover female artists in the business, um, appealing not only to a, a country audience but to a mainstream pop audience as well during her time. That's really interesting. You mentioned that uh, you know Patsy Cline wasn't someone you you really listened to growing up. Uh, maybe talk about that challenge, uh, uh, music medium new to you, and you're helping bring it you know to a musical stage. Yeah, interesting. You know, um, the um, I mean, I'll I'll go even a little further and tell you that until um, until always Patsy Klein came along, I'd never directed a musical in my life. Um, I I was a, a hardcore non musical straight play dramatic production kind of director um, until this opportunity came up, and and you know, I mean. Literally, what I did is is I enveloped myself in in all of that music and all of the stories. There's a lot of information out there about Patsy Cline. A lot of books have been written. Um, there's a lot of good research to be found out there. So I immersed myself in that, and I listened to every single song she ever recorded, probably at least a dozen times to get a sense of of her and her style. There's also a couple of live albums out there that are a lot of fun because she actually speaks in those and you can kind of get a sense of her character and her personality. Um, so that was really helpful. Um, and um, I really relied on the narrative of this, of this particular production. There's a, there's a real story 
um, uh, going on um, uh, through that takes us from the beginning uh, to the end. Um, uh, this narrative of um, you know um, uh, an everyday housewife meeting Patsy Cline for the first time, um, realizing that she was just as much um, uh, her as as uh, as anybody else, and she was incredibly uh, down the earth and had children as well, and and had problems with her husband and. And uh, uh, so the the two ladies really develop a very strong bond, a strong friendship um, in that one evening that they got to spend together. Um, and that's really what the piece is about. It's about that friendship and that bond. Do you have a favorite part of this particular show, Claude? Yeah. You know, uh, I think my favorite uh, my favorite moment is um, is when uh, Patsy. Um, ends up at uh, Louise's house um, after her concert, and they're uh, they're you know having some bacon and eggs and and talking. And um, there's a song called Three Cigarettes" um, that Patsy sings. Um, that's really lovely and funny and dramatic, and and so that, I think that's probably my favorite part of the show. What makes honoring Patsy Cline with this musical uh, so special for those involved? Well, you know, again, it, it's the material is so good. The the songs are so good. The orchestrations are so good. Um, having this wicked band with um, our fiddle player, our bass player, guitar and drums and keyboards. And, um, and, you know, for, for most of us, you know, this production is like a, a reunion of sorts because we've done the show. This is the third time we've done the show here in, here in Vancouver. And um, now having this opportunity to share it with a wider audience is, is really gratifying. You'll be at the Keanu Theater coming up on Friday, January 19th. Uh, you mentioned this performance in Vancouver. Uh, where else uh, has this uh, show been performed? So our home theater is in Deep Cove, which is in North Vancouver, right on the water in, um, in North Vancouver. Um, and that's where we initially uh, produced this, this show um, and uh, remounted it subsequently the following year and then 10 years pass and here we are doing it again and um it's now playing as we speak at metro theater which is in vancouver proper um um the tour began there last week it's got four more performances this week and then we put everything in the truck on Monday the 15th and head to Okotoks, Alberta for the first stop of our Alberta tour. Claude A. Giroux, anything else you'd like to add? Just want to thank everybody in Fort McMurray for uh, coming out to the show um, and uh, say hello to all my old friends from uh, my events with Buffalo Keanu days. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, coming back to Fort McMurray after being away for, gosh, 2005 what's that that's 20 years now a great reunion on the way uh coming up here on uh, the 19th uh claude thank you so much again for the time thank you ryan take care 
Coming up, more on the upcoming performance at Keanu Theater on Fort McMurray. And we're back. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. Joining me on the phone today is Eugene Carnegie, the director of Keanu Theater. Eugene, how are we doing here today? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me join you. Yes, you know, great to chat, uh, you know, about uh, stuff coming up here at Keanu Theater. How excited are you to bring this Patsy Klein musical uh, to the theater? Uh, I'm obviously very excited. Uh, when we do these planning things, we're uh, usually looking at things a year, year and a half out. So I've had lots of time to anticipate and, and wait for this to be here. The story of Patsy Klein is one that is definitely of interest and uh, definitely an interesting one to tell. What can you tell me about this uh, upcoming musical? Really, it's the story of her life. I mean, it's starting from when uh, she was uh, an early musician playing in dive bars and learning the ropes and little honky-tonk places all around uh, the country and uh, how she used her powerful voice and, and great songwriting to... Uh, take her into absolute stardom and basically be the most popular female country singer of the time. And then all of a sudden it just ended with that terrible, terrible crash. Colleen Ray Lorney uh, from Vancouver uh, is uh, performing as Patsy Cline. So it's pretty good to, you know, get some Canadian content in the mix as well when talking about uh, such a, you know, an American icon when it comes to uh, country music. Uh, for sure. And uh, Colleen has done some great work uh, across the country doing uh, performances, lots of stuff in Vancouver, and uh, we're very happy that she's going to be here uh, performing for us. Awesome. Are tickets still available for this show? Absolutely. Uh, tickets.kiano.ca, and uh, we'll be happy to get you set up somewhere uh, in one of our great seats. You know, when bringing a show like this to Keanu Theater, what are some different things that uh, you consider? Uh, we really look at a variety of shows. Uh, so Patsy Cline is uh, a musical piece, uh, very theatrical, but uh, we want to have a mix across genres. So there will be some country music, some uh, blues or folk, some jazz, some dance, uh, perhaps even some uh, multimedia-based uh, performances and uh, we want to get a touch of everything to uh, kind of expose Fort McMurray audiences to whatever they would like to see and hopefully something new and interesting. And yes country music may not be everyone's thing but uh, to those folks who may not really enjoy country music why should they still check this show out? Really the show is about a couple of friends and uh, their journey through life and how they kind of supported each other, how at times they had little conflicts together, but really it was all about how they worked together to uh, just kind of enjoy and experience life. So whether you're into country music or not, I'm sure we've all got some friends somewhere that uh, can relate to what's happening on stage. Keanu Theatre is a place where you can see uh, many up-and-coming artists shine. Uh, maybe just elaborate on that a little. Uh, some of the things we have upcoming, uh, Adam's Family in uh, the middle of February. Uh, this one is a new musical comedy. Uh, Wednesday is all kind of grown up, and she's bringing a boy to, and his parents to meet her family. The boy and the parents are kind of normal, and uh, Wednesday wants everyone to keep their little eccentricities hidden, but... There's no way that the Adams can do that, and they spill out in some pretty funny and exciting ways. Uh, that one was a great 
event for basically the whole family or anyone who likes the Adams family. That Adams family performance coming up in February, uh, you know, especially after the success of Netflix's Wednesday, uh, this has to be an exciting performance to bring to the theater, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. And we were hoping that, uh, you know, a lot of the old and the new fans of the Adams family, because of that Netflix show, would uh, come help check this out. Do I understand right? An acrobatic circus coming to town in March to the theater. That's correct. March 4th, we've got uh, Flip Fabrique bringing their show called Blizzard. Uh, they're in for just one night, but uh, it's probably going to be the most exciting show of our season. Uh, anybody who saw Backbone a few years ago, this will be a similar experience with some uh, acrobatics. There is some aerial work, uh, lots of strength and balance. They do some juggling and uh, basically throwing each other all over the stage. Uh, there's a live musician that plays as well, and uh, one more show that is great for the whole family. What are some other acts coming up uh, later this year? Uh, I guess the last big one I'd like to point out uh, the day after we have Blizzard is Chris Funk, the Wonderist. Uh, he's a magician, and he's appeared on things like uh, Fool Us with Penn and & Teller, and uh, he did actually fool them with one of his card tricks. Uh, but he also mixes magic and music together, and that kind of sets him apart a little bit. Um, there's a lot of the similar disappearing and kind of mind tricks and, and quick sleight of hand things that make you go, how'd he do that? But the stuff with the music instruments is really what's exciting and, and makes him unique. Um, I won't say too much about this one other than there's an amazing trick with a deck of cards and a levitating violin that you pretty much have to come see to believe. All right. Where can people find more information on this show and other upcoming shows at Keanu Theater? Tickets.keanu.ca. That would be the prime place to come and uh, learn more about our shows and purchase any tickets you want to use. Awesome. Eugene Carnegie, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I just would like to say that Keanu Theater is a great place just to come out. Whether you know what the artist is going to be or not, uh, coming to a live show is really about connecting with the artist on stage and the audience members sitting next to you. And when that connection starts to really happen and grow, there's this excitement and, and bit of magic that happens in the whole room. And that's really what makes a live performance so much more interesting and exciting than uh, your run-of-the-mill TVs or movies. Um, it's that being near and around somebody. So even if you don't know who it is, come on out, give it a try. We'll guarantee that you'll have a good time. Awesome, Eugene. Thank you so much for the time today. All right. Thank you very much. That was our show for today. A big thank you to Colleen Ray Lorney, Tiffany Bishop, Claude Ageru, and Eugene Carnegie for all joining the show today. We have another jam-packed show for tomorrow on Fort McMurray Matters, so we hope you can tune in for that. Thank you for listening to today's Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Ryan McNally.